0: Well, you're listening to Coffee with Humans uh, here on a great, in uh, this recording here on Saturday uh, with my new friend, Robert. Robert, welcome to Coffee with Humans. Thank you,
1: thanks for having me on.
0: So the first question I usually ask my guests, and this is a dialogue, not just a monologue, just so you know. I mean, you're welcome to ask questions back, is what inspired you to click the link to have coffee with me?
1: Well, I, uh... I love the name coffee with humans. And I think that, uh, uh, in this day and age we're losing our ability to have and hold conversations. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and, and when I saw I, it, it kind of brought to mind the, uh, coffee in cars with comedians, Jerry Seinfeld, oh, <laughs> yeah. which is, you know, I've, I've watched that show and it, while it isn't super hilarious, it's very kind of insightful and uh again showing kind of the the humanity of these stars and these people and and again just them having a conversation so that's definitely why i clicked on it i'm like hey this guy wants to talk i love to talk so
0: yeah well it, it, i i agree with you that comedians um comedians in cars having something like coffee or something i don't know yeah, this yeah. right it is such a it's such a fun show yes um, yeah it's
1: i don't know I enjoy it. It's, it's real, but it's fake. You know what I mean? Like um, who's the guy who's doing the car karaoke? Oh, James uh, Cork. Yeah. That's just fake, you know, but it's super entertaining, but it's very like, obviously he's not driving around. You know what I mean? Right. But with the Jerry, like he's on a tow truck and they're like, you know, going like the tow trucks driving. It's very fake, right. it's very staged. <laughs> Whereas the, the comedians in cars, there's something about that that yes, it's it's staged, but it's also quite organic. and it's just the conversation that they're having, right. right? And, and, and that's something that I can appreciate because you know, not to go off any weird tangents or, or rabbit holes or anything, but that really is something that our society is is lacking is sort of that organic let's talk and let's see where this goes. We're, we're very careful. And I think that in being careful, um, in being very sanitary, we're not really living, right? Mm-hmm. It's okay to to, to go there and, and maybe, you know, you say something, you're like, oh, man, I probably uh, might have offended that person or whatever. But in a real conversation, you can have disagreements, but what you're trying to do is just understand one another. It's not about being right or wrong. It's about yeah. let's understand one another.
0: Well, also, I think... Uh, uh, the difference between, let's say, uh, comedian comedians and cars having coffee or, or whatever—I think that's the name—is uh, that these people are very well known, and many times in this, you know, in that example, Jerry knows these people, has known them for years. Yes. And the cool thing about coffee with humans, you know, for you and I think you know what's up here, but our viewers and listeners. Coffee with humans. I just met you just right. moments ago, and we fumbled through all sorts of technical <laughs> difficulties much longer than we normally do, which is right. no fault of yours or mine. Uh, but we don't know each other, mm. and and it, the the essence I think of like what you're talking about is being able to have a conversation with somebody you don't know, and it's entering it's entering uncharted territory. Yes, which is, uh, I don't know if it's, there is a tendency to make that sort of conversation sterile, right. Um, or surfacy. Yeah. And I think we have an opportunity to get past some of that, get deeper and just meet, meet people on a very human level, which is why it's called coffee with humans. Right. Cause I want to get, I want to get, a, uh, underneath the facade, the veneer yes. of here's the things that I, I do for a living. And here's the things I'd love for you to buy. Or if you know of anybody else who wants to buy the stuff, right. That's the veneer mm-hmm. underneath of it. We're just people.
1: Yes. And, 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 we do have these kind of prescribed sort of, uh, uh, you know, don't talk about this, don't talk about that. And you're kind of just like reading your prompter and you're like, yes, I like to go for long walks on the beach, you know, but you're not really, that's not really who you are. And I think that I have, I, 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 I've never been one for small talk. You know, and and maybe that's why when I have conversations with people they're probably like, "Oh my god, here we go again," right? Because I, I don't like talking about the weather and I don't like talking about things that don't matter to me. Like I love going for, "How are you doing?" Don't say good. Hmm. Right? <laughs> How are you really doing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it can't be and and I'm not always like that, right? I mean, there's times when but, but the problem is, is that, you know, like, for example, if I go to the supermarket and, uh, you know, I've had like 15 whiskey sours the night before, the last thing I want to do is run into somebody. Right. And then, of course, you know, you do and they're like, hey, how's it going? And because I'm known for that very like, you know, tell me how you're doing. Right. People are like, hey, Rob. And I'm like, ah, am I allowed to swear on here? Oh, yeah. OK. Yeah. Oh, shit. Right. Like, <laughs> right. you know, I couldn't just blend in. Anyways, but, but, but that's the thing about being your authentic self is that people are attracted to that, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know? And, and I think, uh, that's a huge proponent in my work is how can you be yourself? Right. And that's Mm -hmm. why my show, I'm probably wrong about everything. That's where it gets the title is like, I, I, I forever want to be a student. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a, that, that can be attractive to people. Like, I'm not like, hey, I know everything. I, I always try to come across it as this is what I think, but please do not think it's dogmatic. Like, you know. Right. If you have an open mind, you'll go far in life. If you're coachable, you'll go far in life. Well, and many times, it, yeah,
0: to your point, uh, being, uh, being a continual learner, lifelong learner and yes. coachable, there's so many things that we're wrong about right now. We just don't know it. And we will find out later that you know. Yeah, we got, I was so wrong about that. And and respecting that about ourselves and other people, I think, sets us into that posture of understanding. First yes. thing I want to do is I want to try and understand you. And this is a lofty goal. No, I'm not especially good at it. And and I don't know that that, that people in general come to that place of of easily settling into this idea that I'm going to understand you first before I judge you or respond to you, I don't think that's an easy thing for people, no. but life experience perhaps, and wisdom over time sets in. Uh, and and maybe maybe patience, yes, I think is is a big part of that as well. Just uh, understanding that people's roads sometimes are long and circuitous and uh, we don't need to correct everything right now. Just give it time. Yeah, relax into the process.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, and, and and there is that thing of like change versus being gradual, and change being a blitzkrieg, right? And, and kind of tapping into my history of uh, you know World War II, blitzkrieg was just like, and they would just power through the enemy, but they were so fast. That sometimes there'd be pockets of soldiers and stuff, and they're like, dude, what the hell's going on? Right. Cause they've just passed through them. And the change can be very uh, chaotic. Right. And and I think that that's what it means that, you know, we have to be the, the tortoise and the hare. Right. We have to be, uh, it's all about progress, you know, not perfection and not getting it right now because then it's fragile. I think.
0: Yeah. I, I think you're right. Um- I'm, I'm curious, one of the things you wrote when you signed up on, on the link was if your life were a novel, one of the chapters would be titled Serenity Amidst Chaos. Mm. Where's that come from?
1: Well, I, uh, there's a saying, I'm not saying this is an actual stat, but you know, 98% of the world's misery is based upon people trying to control others or things that are not within their control the only person you have control over is yourself. Okay. And the world's always going to be chaotic, right? Because it's, you know, it's, it, it, it's out of our hands. And when we try to, you know, white knuckle things, that just that just jacks us up, right? So we need to kind of be mindful. And again, you know, there's that, that idea of the blitzkrieg change, if you want to change the world, you have to change yourself. And going back to what you were saying earlier about these conversations is an understanding is you have to know yourself first. Like, for example, I know I'm a very, you know, not to like, I'm a very liberal minded person. Right. And sometimes in my, you know, quote unquote, liberalism, I, I, I can say things that it's like, okay, hold oh, am I so woke that I need to go to bed? You know what I mean? Like, do I need to kind of just take it down a notch, you know, cause I can get super excited. Yeah. You know, so it's, it, it's always about knowing yourself and just, am I getting, I shouldn't be getting more worked up about this than the other person in terms of counseling. Right. I, cause I'm a therapeutic counselor. You know, you could take a horse to water, but you can't make it drink mm-hmm. going back to, of the world's misery is based upon people trying to control other things or other people. You only have, uh, you know, you only have, what's the word I'm looking for? Autonomy over yourself. And that's why you need to have serenity amidst chaos, because that's how you change the world.
0: Yeah. Uh, It it reminds me of the serenity prayer. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's where you're... Maybe that's kind of part of that connection uh which for viewers and listeners who don't know what this is it's widely used in a lot of um what in a lot of you know 12-step program type type things alcoholics anonymous yeah moving from a chaotic environment into like you're talking about serenity and and i'll just read this here god give me grace to accept with serenity the things that cannot be changed courage to change the things which should be changed and the wisdom to distinguish the one from the other and that's and it goes on and there are slight variations on that but part of that is uh understanding the things that can be changed and that I have control over or responsibility and authority over. And that's the way I like to look at it. I have responsibility for this and authority to do something about it. And I think sometimes we get we get confused. I get confused, right? That I I want authority over something that is not yes. my responsibility. <laughs> right. Or I have responsibility for it, but I don't have I don't have in some ways authority. Right. And it's kind of like a kid your kids kids grew up uh ideally right but i've got three kids and and they've passed through certain ages mm. and i remember why my boys uh who are now 21 and 20 um they they oh entered you had your the, kids young i did yeah <laughs> yeah uh i was tw- i was 21 when our when our first kid came along uh which is fine i mean it's great yeah oh no. yeah uh the I remember though, when he was entering his teenage years and was sort of expressing himself and drawing his own boundaries and developing his own, uh, kind of his own country lines for himself, right? His own Uh, meridians. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Uh, I, I had this conversation with him and said, you know, as you grow up, you're going to get more freedom to live outside of my boundaries and, Mm. and, and I at one point in time said, "I'm under no illusions that you are where you say you are at any point in time." You could say do, you're at do, John's can you say house. That again? I, I'm under no illusions that you are where you say you are at any point in time. Okay. So you say you're at John's house? I don't know. maybe you are. maybe you aren't. <laughs> and it, right now, it sort of doesn't matter to me because as you age, your decisions and what you do you reap the consequences mm-hmm. i have my responsibility and authority over you is diminishing and yours is increasing right and i want you to pick it up and sense that responsibility because that's the only that's the that's why those meridians like you talk about have to yeah. be drawn An individual is taking that responsibility as they grow up and grow into themselves. And if we don't give that to them, we screw them up. Yes. And if they don't also experience the impact of being able to draw those lines and what that means in their lives, then we also screw them up. So give somebody the responsibility, give them the authority and let them accept the consequences. And then as a father, my the, I also feel like it's a responsibility to draw some hard lines on that. Like you can't get too far out of bounds before like you, you got to come back in. Right. Yeah. Um, however, a lot of, a lot of life, you know, they're not irreparable decisions. Uh, you can, you can make your decisions and you can be like, damn, I don't want to do that again. Okay.
1: Fine. Don't. (laughs) Now I, it, it, and, and I, I love what you're saying. Like, that's a really great point. Now, I come from a family that's... Uh, uh, I, first of all, I love my family, and I I don't mean to speak ill of them whatsoever, but there's a lot of pride in my family. Okay. And it's almost like the decisions that I make are a reflection of them as people, their values. Sure. You know, and, and like, mm-hmm. trust me when I say this, I've made a lot of stupid decisions in my life. Uh, that you know, to me, it's like, let that represent myself. Don't, uh-huh. that's not your burden. Like that's not yours to take. Why are you, why are you, why are you owning it? Right. Let me own it. And I think as, as parents, the hardest thing is to relinquish that sense of there, my child's actions are a measurement of me as a parent. You know, it's a reflection of me. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a commentary on myself. Mm-hmm. But kids are going to mess up, man. They're going to do yeah. s- stupid well, shit. Well, people
0: mess up, right? even when we're adults. Exactly. Like, yeah. it's a continual, <laughs> I think it's a continual or a continuum of of messing up and getting back up again. Like, yeah. fall, get up, fall, get up, yeah. fall, get up. And I think, I think some of this idea of pride comes back to identity. Mm-hmm. Do we know who we are as individuals? And have we been able to separate this idea that we uh make decisions, but those are not necessarily our identity, right?
1: Excellent point.
0: That's a yeah, yeah, go ahead. yeah. and then then it 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 reduces, I or can maybe reduce uh this idea that all the positive things I've done and all the successes, those are not my identity. And all the way things just terribly didn't work out, those are also not my identity. Mm-hmm. They're just, what i decided <laughs> and i was probably wrong in some ways and i didn't know it at the time or maybe i did but i did what i could mm-hmm. and and now i offer myself the like the serenity prayer says the the grace to be able to change
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's and that I, that word grace is so important because i, I think word. people don't are, people don't g- consider that enough they don't we don't relax into grace. I mean, the whole world about grace is that it's it is undeserved, it's like an undeserved favor, an undeserved merit. And and so we undeservingly because we because we sometimes look at ourselves and think, I don't deserve to be able to change this. Right? Look at all the ways I've messed up, look at all the ways things have gone horribly bad. I don't deserve this anymore. And what we do is we have to offer ourselves the grace. To be able to go no you did you did you screwed it up but you are deserving now in of change of being of, of being the person that you want to that you want to be and talking to ourselves many times like i talk to my kid hey your decisions are your decisions nothing here is going to change my love and care for you yes but now every, the decisions you make are going to just put you on a, on a path. If that's the path that you want to be on, if that's the life you want to build, that's great. That's for you. And I don't even have to agree with it, but it's yours. And I'm, and I'm giving you this. And if it doesn't work out, okay, like no harm, no foul change. It's all right. It's it may got to make it easy to come back. And I think that's we gotta make it easy for ourselves to come back to ourselves sometimes. It's like, damn, I was so far off. Yeah. Make it easy yeah. to come back. Yes. We set up these big walls. And that's I think what you talk about with your, you know, your your background. It's hard to come back when everybody shames you through the front door.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. And shame and guilt, by the way, like when you look at addictions, you know, addiction again, you know, this is kind of uh uh piggybacking off the serenity prayer, things like that. But of course, addictions can be based in, in traumas, in, you know, all, all kinds of things, adverse childhood experiences, ACEs, as they call them. But there's also this degree of the reason why we, we can't break these cycles is the shame and the guilt, right? Yeah. Like, why can't you figure it out? And, and again, going back to that grace, right? I love the, the, the show, the story, Les Miserables, um, you know, the, the musical's great, but like the actual story mm-hmm. by Victor Hugo, and the character Jean Valjean, never thinking that he's like always being like, why? I'm undeserving of this, right? And this 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 grace and this, um, I might even be messing up the storyline because it's so long ago that I heard it, but he's always beating himself up. And when we stop and just say, you know what, man, I'm worthy. If, if I'm leveling with this person and I'm saying you're worthy of it, then I it's so often we say, treat others the way we want to be treated, but we should treat ourselves. Like we need to do that for ourselves. Do you know what I mean? Like, like so often we're kind to others, which is great. Don't stop. But we have to remember about ourselves too, you know, taking care of ourselves, like the whole oxygen mask on the airplane thing. You're no use to anybody if you don't put your mask on. And especially right now with, with COVID and the way the world is we going back to serenity amidst amidst chaos, we have to take care of ourselves. Right. And, and I've been getting into, into, you know, meditation and things like that. And dude, that's helped me because my biggest uh, shortcoming is my temper. You know, I, if, if, if we were living in the Viking ages, I would be an excellent problem solver. Cause I just, you know, punched my way through ah! things yeah exactly but that's not how the world works right that's not how you solve problems you have to be level-headed right so that tactic that go-to of me just you know walking into the uh the 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 tax revenue agency and and beating the piss out of everybody that's not how it works anymore right you have to you know present your case you have to work within the system Mm -hmm. you know because that way of of working of using aggression it doesn't work anymore, right? So, right. you know, I'm again I'm going off on a tangent here. And, and it never really like did me. work. No, it yeah, it did. You're right. Because eye for an eye makes the whole world go blind, right? But that's my my right, go exactly. Where does it end? Yeah, it, it doesn't. It's again, it's the cycle, right? And and the only way we can break these cycles is by putting our oxygen mask on and having that self-care for ourselves.
0: Yeah. You you brought up Lamus Robin, they the, it is a fantastic musical, and I think, oh. it is, I think it is Jean Valjean. He sings a song, uh, and, and uh, it's a fantastic song. It's how, it goes something like, what have I done, sweet Jesus, what have I done? Become a thief in the night, become a dog on the run. Have I fallen so far and is the hour so late that nothing remains but the cry of my hate? The cry in the dark that nobody hears. Here where I stand at the turning of the years, and it subsequently goes on to talk about how he's put in jail for stealing a mouthful of bread. Yeah, he a morsel of bread. Feed, exactly. He's trying to. Yeah. He's trying to feed himself, and and other folks take care of himself, take care of other people, and yet he's stuck now,
1: forever fair, a prisoner,
0: branded as you're a thief. Can I even recover from that? Right. And that's what that whole song is about.
1: Did you, did you, did you remember that riff just off the top of your head?
0: I did. I know that, that.
1: is impressive. My friend,
0: <laughs> That I know is the impressive. song it was
1: going through my head. I was going to yeah. sing it,
0: but then I thought, no, that's weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I, I like, I used to be a, a big partier, right? Yeah. And uh, I, not so much anymore. I, I have a daughter. And the funny thing is, is that really what I did when I was, you know, killing my liver is I was doing this. I was having real conversations with people, but because of alcohol, I was able to mm-hmm. shut down my prefrontal cortex and I could just be myself. Right. Whereas, you know, right now I'm being myself and <laughs> I'm not hammered. Right. I'm not three right. sheets to the wind. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of came to this realization. Well, wait a minute. I'm actually, I really enjoy having meaningful conversations. Why don't I just do that? Right. And, and, where am I going with this? But right. So when I was hammered one time, I I would just sing the one day more song. And like this guy, we would all sing it. And it was like to uh, fly on the wall. They would be like, WTF is going on in this room right now. But anyways, (laughs) it was, it was great. But yes, the other character that's really cool is the detective. Um, Mm. What's his name again? I can't remember. Yeah. But, but, but he's, (laughs) He's is it Cluso, Detective. No. I don't know. I think that's, no, a that's gonna be uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's a show. <laughs> yeah. But a detective from Mans, Rob, I'll find yeah. out. But anyways, he he was <laughs> such a rule follower. Javert Ah, oh, there you go, Javert. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He was you were saying he's a rule follower. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and, and he had no, you know, everything was by the book and Even though Jean Valjean stole the bread to feed his sister's child, he broke the law, right? Right. And he was forever a criminal. He could never change. And that's why at the end, and I won't spoil it for people, but he realizes that he was so closed-minded in his view of the world, this is the detective, that he couldn't change his mind. Right. You know? And 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 that's where I think a lot of misery and pain comes from is that we're unwilling to change. Yeah. Because change is change is growth, right? Like like you said, we're always learning and we're always students. You know, the I moment
0: the um. This harkens back to conversations I've had recently. Uh, that. The. It's usually some sort of emotion that we're unwilling to face. We're unwilling to talk about, right? And so, whether it's in whether it's a person having, you know, difficulties in a relationship, um, or a person who's having difficulty with themselves and the relationship with themselves, right? Getting themselves into, uh, like you talk about, you know, addictions or something like that. It's just it's a salve for the wound. Yes. But at the, but if we if we look deeper and ask why you know several layers deep then we come off with the core and it's usually the core problem of i'm scared i don't feel valuable i'm not worth it i'm too far gone no one cares it's it's me alone in a dark hole and no one is around that's those are the those are the like those deep-seated fears that people operate out of and they'll want to say it You know, you and your, you, you know, you out partying with your friends, having, quote, unquote, meaningful conversations, nobody's like, hey, you know what, I'm actually really terrified that, you know, I'm not going to be able to, you know, be valuable for this person here, or I'm, or I'm concerned that, you know, my family doesn't talk to me, or, you know, my relationship with my daughter is broken, and she'll never talk to me again. I mean, there's people have these things going on in their lives i've got a friend who uh had a daughter years ago probably 50 years ago something like that
1: 50 years ago yeah
0: something like that and um due to some circumstances his wife at the time moved back to the country she was from Mm -hmm. and he's not seen her since doesn't know where she's at looked for sometimes but because the country that she went to they. there's no easy way to trace her. And he hasn't seen her. Whoa. Um, and that, and it just, you know, it's, it's brutal. Yeah. But you know, 50 years later, he, he talks about it and, and but you can see his whole countenance changes and rightly so, mm-hmm. like I've got a 14 year old daughter could never imagine that somehow she would just like get up and go someplace and never see her again. And no, um,
1: I would, I, I mean, would go be back. horrible.
0: It'd be, yeah, it'd be un, unbelievably difficult to reconcile that.
1: And and that goes back to, you know, what's my default? And that's to, to Viking my way through things, right? You know? I would I would try and figure that out. and And I think that, yeah, getting going back to addictions and partying is sure. You're right. You know, meaningful conversation. But why are we why are we doing that is we we're trying to escape, right? You know, and and while we might not say, you know, oh my God, I'm terrified of my own mortality, you know, we just we try to shut off that part of our brain and just revel right. in the now, right? It'll like,
0: go away yeah. if I don't think about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Woo! What's the international sign of I'm having a good time? Woo! Right? right. But really, to me, that's that's a sign of existential, you know, angst that's okay. just unexplored. <laughs> right. Just trying to shut your mind off, which is why I've gotten into uh, uh, the practices of Buddhism. And the Buddha says that all things, all things are fleeting, you know, the good, the bad, and the indifferent, everything is temporary. And when Mm -hmm. you sit with yourself and you meditate, you know, I try to do 30 minutes a day. That's so good for your brain. You know, I'm not looking at my phone. I'm not listening to, you know, my pretentious final record collection. You know, I'm not reading books, right? I'm just with myself and my brain is catching up to my body. Mm -hmm. And there's just something, uh, uh, there's a remedy there that I think we can all access going back to, you know, if you want to change the world, change yourself.
0: I love that word. And what you said, how you said that there's a remedy,
1: mm.
0: there's a remedy there, and I, and it, and it is, it's a, it's a, it is a, a sweet medicine to be able to sit quietly, uh, and recognize, I think, the unique place that we all, as people, hold in the world, mm-hmm. because set apart from everything else that exists people have, I think, and I think you'd agree with this, we have three unique capabilities.
1: I got my pen ready. All right. Go ahead.
0: One is to name our present reality and name a different future. Only humans can do that. Nothing else in all of creation is able to do that. Stories, yes. It just exists. Everything just exists in its own space. And if its reality changes, it dies. We, however, can name our present reality and we can name a different future. Mm. Second, we can create that future. We can create new things. We can create new habits. We can create new patterns. We can Mm. create new beliefs. Everything else just exists. It just does what it does. A dog just randomly licks its butt. (laughs) Yeah. A human would be like, I'm tired of licking my butt. Yeah. And they'd change. They create a new habit. And then the third is destruction. We have the ability to destroy things, things that we needed and we destroy them out of ignorance or foolishness or spite or anger, or we destroy things that we needed or that we no longer need things that worked for us in the past. And we're like, I'm done with this, it's got to go. And we destroy them, we throw them in the trash, those, those hurts and hangups and the the patterns that we used to follow that we don't need those anymore. So we have name, naming, creating and destroying. Those are three unique powers. And I think responsibilities and authorities that we as humans get, and nothing else in the world, or in the universe gets those things.
1: Dude, I, I I I've been holding back my wanting to go like woo, unreal. Hey, did you come up with that? No. Where did you Where did you hear that? Genesis two. Okay. I can't. I. Isn't it amazing how the Bible, holy scripture, is it's uh, it's timeless. It's infinite wisdom. It will always trans thank you. Yeah, it's transcendent wisdom, right? Anytime you look, and
0: you you said you know you started studying some Buddhism. Anytime you look in whatever religion, mm. at some point in time, it comes back to this point of listen, relax for a moment. All of this stuff takes care of itself without you, and yet needs you. And it needs you to take good care of it. Take good care of yourself, take good care of other people. And we could go deeper than that. We could say, well, why? Yeah, we could ask the question why. But even at just that basic level, you have the opportunity and every every religion has it. You have the opportunity to name your present reality, set a different reality in the future. You have the opportunity to create that and you have the opportunity to destroy things that no longer serve you.
1: That's a, What is that
0: verse? Uh, it's the beginning of Genesis 2. So here's the framework. Here's the framework. I'll, I'll set it up for you. In Genesis 1, God creates the heavens and the earth. And you can argue with it and say it was seven days, it was 7,000 years, 7 million years, 7 billion years. It no. doesn't make a difference. At one point in time, there wasn't, and then it was. Okay. Yes. And then in Genesis 2, right at the top, there's this little verse that goes totally unknown, I think, to most people what the one of the verses says and god created everything and then he created man and and it's almost like the feeling i get it from it's like god created everything and by the way you didn't it's mm-hmm. that's the how i read that it's kind of like checkmate yeah. you didn't create this and then right after it says and then god brought the animals to the man to see what the man would name them that's the verse god brought the animals to the man to see what the man would name them it is profound And here's how it is so profound. I have this vision of a child, a son or a daughter standing there with a father, parent figure, a good parent figure, standing right behind them. And up comes this gift. And the kid says, what do I do with this? And God says, name it. Do something with it, I gave it to you. And the kid's like, are you sure? But what do I do with it? With anything you want, I gave it to you. All of this stuff is for you because I did all of this for you. It's yours now. You wanna destroy it, destroy it. You wanna name it an aardvark, you wanna name an elephant, do it. And there is this continual, I think, growth pattern in ourselves to take hold of that moment And know that it was given to us to do great things with. Right. And when we don't, there's also God behind us saying, "When we go, you know, I really screwed that up." Yeah. He's like, "Mm, "You did, but hold on just a minute, because you're you're not in charge of making sure this thing continually Mm -hmm. spins. Mm -hmm. I still set the boundaries." I cr- just remember I created all this stuff. Yeah. And I gave you the responsibility and authority to do whatever you want with it. Name it, create it, destroy it. And not you alone, because it wasn't good for you to be alone. You got to go do it with somebody else too and work it out. And when you get stuck, talk to me. <laughs> sit in silence for a moment, sit in stillness, because I'm never very far away.
1: I've, I've heard that praying is when you talk to God and meditating is when you listen. Hmm. I, I, I want to sure. cite. I don't know who said that because that's not my words. I want to cite. I don't know who said that, so I can't cite sure. that properly. But I thought that was interesting because when we pray, we're like, uh, okay, think about how a child prays. Or I'll think about how I prayed when I was a child. Let's, put, let's make this subject myself you know, Oh God, you know, can you please make me get an A on my paper? Right. Right. You know, and it's, it's like, what, what am I thinking? Like you shall get an A on your paper, you know, like what am I, what's my understanding there? Yeah. Whereas now it's like, that's again, that's, that, that serenity piece, like just let it trust. You see my, 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 my biblical, my scripture remembrances mm-hmm. is, 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 not that great, but something about to know the, the Lord God yourself something like that but it's about who has we we have to kind of like we're vessels do you know what I mean we can be vessels or we can be like you say warships you know like how are we going through life well I think yeah. we're, we're we're meant to go through life are you
0: thinking create. of the verse where it says uh you know what basically what is the, what does God require of you? And the response yeah. is to live justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with God.
1: And are we doing that as a society? As excuse me, as a society?
0: Continually, no. Exactly. And continually, yes. All at the same time, and hmm. that's where I think we we at the end of all of our striving, and this goes back to your serenity amidst chaos. At the end of all hmm. of our striving, the hope and the uh, response from god is you you can enter my rest that's the wording what do we get you can enter my rest and think about this how many times have you stri- you've striven is that the past tense or present whatever it is you've <laughs> you've strived so hard to simply be able to sit quietly. Like we work so hard to be able to just sit down and go, ah, oh, oh, I can relax. I can breathe. We work so hard to get money to what? Rest? Blow it. Yeah. We, 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 we sit in our chaos and try and work, 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 work it through. When we just want to rest. I mean, every single one of us were just like, I just like to rest. I just like and that's to know the
1: bomb, that's okay. the bomb of the soul. Rest. Sleep. You know. Absolutely. And that's you want to do we... something profound, do nothing. <laughs> right.
0: And that's where in, in pretty much any teaching. I mean, if you look at if you look at it from the biblical perspective, it's like, hey, you know, look, look at the the, the flowers of the field. They don't work. They do nothing. And yet mm. they if you inspect them, if you look closely, they are put together so
1: much more beautifully
0: than anything you've
1: created. <laughs> and actually by them doing by them just being right, yeah. like like you right. say,
0: they are doing their job. Right. You know, Paul and, the assurance, and the, the assurance is that God takes care of them. That's what he says. Right. Doesn't, that doesn't God take care of all of that stuff and they're put together so, so beautifully and you could just walk over them. You person could just walk over them and destroy them and give it no thought. And yet oh. God has taken care of all that stuff. And how about you person who all of this stuff was given to, to name, create and destroy? You were given responsibility and authority over this place. How much more so is God going to take care of you? Mm, yeah, take care of the field, the, the the flowers of field, which are here one day and gone the next.
1: Well, and, and and you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like like I say, my beliefs are eclectic. But there, there's that like 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 you're saying about parenting. God is the ultimate parent. That unconditional self regard the, the prodigal son, right? You could, I could go and, and, you know, destroy the world, like you say, which I won't, but God will still love you. And that's just something that we can't even understand. We, we can't fathom that we can't fathom that our brains, like you say, with, with our ability to tell stories and the narratives, right? Which is what makes us such a significant species is our ability to, to tell and create stories as well as destroy them. And and just the 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 that unconditional self regard that is forever and always we can't fathom that, try as we may, and we always fudge it up, right? But we all want it. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, and that's why I think for me a, a, a big one of my big things is is the the divide the meridian between religion and faith. Mm. I I don't really, you know. I don't go to a church it does not mean that i don't have my set of beliefs my core sure. beliefs
0: everybody has their set of beliefs and yeah. and everybody has faith in something you know you can call, to... call it faith in god you can call faith in yourself it, could, yeah. it doesn't matter you have faith in something and and it seems it seems that our beliefs many times we don't even understand our beliefs so if you want to talk about if you want to talk about faith spirituality we all have some framework that we either are in the middle of understanding or not. And, and, and we never fully even understand, I think sometimes what we what we believe because we enter a new situation and we find ourselves in this, in this, like, you know, God, I believe, but help my unbelief type of situation pretty constantly. The second guessing of ourselves sometimes yeah, because we're just, because there's that second part of it of working it out. I believe certain things and then I work it out. And then I, and then I come to a new situation. You're like, ah, the way that worked out, hold on a second. That's not what I, that's not what I wanted. Okay. Well now really, what do I believe? And then we eventually there, there's a, there is a, those boundaries I believe on life that when we explore them, we come to, we come to the boundaries that God set up and, and it's and it's shocking not shocking but it's interesting to me mm. that if there if, if there's a serenity prayer that basically says relax person and trust that there's a higher power and there's something bigger and greater going on here and you need to accept the grace that's given to you and give yourself mm. grace if that's useful in the darkest moments for people why isn't it useful all the time? It's, what it's just it's just held for folks who find themselves in addiction. That's absurd
1: right
0: it it's it either stands the test here and everywhere or it stands no test. And that's where we sometimes in our processing and our striving and are like, hey, look what I did, see how it worked out right. And then all of a sudden we find like COVID, like boom, these things that we've trusted in are ripped out from underneath of us. And so many people are like, and now what? I thought I I thought I had faith in a job. I thought I had faith in this. And I thought I had faith in that. I thought this is what isn't who's
1: gonna mm. where am I? What am yeah. I? And these, spiral these, out. These artificial constructions. Ooh. And artificial in the sense that they're man, they're they're built by us. It's
0: just things we made.
1: Yeah it's yeah, our ability it, to create we created all
0: this stuff yeah. but what we what we find and i think this is a i think this is a grace in and of itself what we find is that when all that stuff is destroyed we get we get this this foundation of mm-hmm. us once again back in the garden right where we're like hey i'm naked and god doesn't say you're right oh my god i cannot believe you're naked Right. Right, he says, "Who told you you're naked?" which is kind of like saying, "I've known all along." <laughs> right. "Oh, you don't have it figured out?" I knew that. <laughs> like, "Oh, you you screwed it up?" I know. I've been here the whole time. Relax yes. for a moment. Do you realize that never changed our situation here? That that never changed my love and care for you? Just like <laughs> I'm just so happy you admitted it because now you have the opportunity to, to change. Humility. Prior to that, you didn't have the opportunity to change. Yeah. If grace is so freely given, who's the only person who cannot accept grace? Me. The paradox is the only person who cannot accept grace is the person who thinks they don't need it. Oh. That's the paradox. Of course. Of grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who's the only I person I can do who it can, myself? Yeah. Who so if so if my kid is forever my son? always always yeah. always always yeah. how can he not be my son when he says you're no longer my father but even then he's still your your son even then he is right, <laughs>
1: <So> <laughs> right which means right. he could always return what? that's why i love the prodigal son yeah i i, I agree i i think that 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 parable is so perfect for you know there's there's this idea of how much further can we go before we've gone too far
0: mm-hmm.
1: right you know is there a point of no return i mean you think about artificial intelligence and it's like
0: i hey listen i am excited you know how here's here's why i'm excited okay um get to anything that we've created as people let's say poetry uh, there's some poetry that's written and it's argued like who who wrote it? We don't know anymore. And so, what linguists do is they look at they look for like fingerprints mm. of the person who created it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, if we work off the paradigm that God created all this stuff around us, as deep as we want to look, as many questions as we want to have, as far as we want to pursue. At the end of it, you will find the fingerprints, the telltale signs of who created it. And so I have no fear at all. Search, explore. You know why? Because it was all given to us exactly. to search and to explore. Yeah. And go as because far as we can and do as it, and it as wide and as far as you want. Yeah. Elon Musk has this, this quote on SpaceX's website, and it says, We're gonna go, you're gonna go to outer space because he he fundamentally believes that exploring the universe. Is much more interesting than not exploring the universe. That's that's like the paraphrase of his quotes. Like, well, that's well duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, go yeah. explore the universe. What are you what are you afraid of? I'm not afraid of anything. Let's go build rocket ships and yes. s- explore the outer outer reaches
1: of the universe. Yeah. For sure. Why? Because it was all given to us. Exactly. All, anything amazing. we could do, we could have done all along, because that's God. Like, yeah. like I don't believe in God because I've never seen it. Well, look at your look at your hand, God. Look at this, God. God is. You know what I mean? Like I, I know. I at one point in time they at one
0: point in time they you know thought the atom was the smallest particle, and they were like, oh my God, there's atoms, (laughs) right? And then they were like, oh shit, (laughs) there's (laughs) protons and neutrons and what electrons? Okay. Oh no, there's something smaller than a proton. Oh, oh wait a second, there's something and like. Explore, go deep, yeah. move and and what we'll find is that the thing we knew, we we believed a decade oh. ago or a hundred years ago, century ago is not the same things we're going to believe a century from now or a decade from now. We we're, we're going to change agree, and our yeah. understanding today is going to change pretty remarkably as we learn more.
1: I, I mean, even think about history. this is why I have a problem with with religion is because it's it's by man. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like the talking about architecture, right? And the, this idea, that, this is just by perspective, please disagree sure. with me. Um, but again, our jobs, our our institutions, all kind of of the direction of man. And man is imperfect. man, woman, humans are imperfect creatures. You know, we're really good at messing things up, but that's also how we get closer to where we need to go, right? That's wisdom. Anyways, but faith, again, you, you look at the book of songs, and it's this very individual relationship with God that I don't know who songs was. Was it Daniel? I, King? I don't know. My, my knowledge is not very good. But anyways, whereas religion is down through history, we've seen, you know, people use and abuse power. But that wasn't that wasn't God that was doing that. That was us. Mm-hmm. We're the people that enslaved other civilizations, right? Yeah. And abused other people. And you know, went to when when European colonizers, missionaries came to Europe. We said, convert or die. That was us. That is not a reflection of God. And that's why I have a problem with religion. Yeah, but you ask me, oh man, I believe in God. It's evident, right? The fact that when we die, you know, and people are like, "Well, I don't know what happens after." That's not ours to understand. It's not our minds to fathom. I mean, we're we're getting there, but
0: well, you, you you're a therapeutic counselor, you said, and so the yes. uh, the things, the inner workings of the minds and the heart, clearly are much more complicated, mm-hmm. and much more intangible than than what we can understand. Yes, and yet there are some very basic things that if we all work towards seem to clear out a lot of the clutter. And and it's pretty universal. <laughs> mm. Right? So the I think the opportunity that we have is to live life, live life to the fullest, take care of each other as best we can. And in the middle of it all, build some sort of framework for a, uh, that like that serenity prayer. Okay, hey, there are things that can be changed and God grant me the grace to be able to change those things and and to see the things that are not my responsibility, not my authority, and I should leave those things alone because meanwhile, I got my own stuff I need to to work yeah. on, and and then this idea, this idea, you know, the wisdom to know the difference between the two, wisdom. Wisdom is is long and deep. Solomon prayed for wisdom, and he got it, and that's where you get proverbs from, mm-hmm. and and a lot of a lot of the principles for management, a lot of the principles for huh. how the world, uh, institutions that's work. An excellent point, yeah come from there. So pray for wisdom and you're gonna get it. And you're gonna get it through experience and it's gonna be hard experience for sure. But at the at the foundation of all of that is gonna be something greater than ourselves. And that's the whole thing that allowed us to relax and rest anyhow. It was like, oh, I'm not in charge of the whole world. I am in charge of myself and then when i screwed up i got to go back to hey god <laughs> i seem to have mislabeled this creature <laughs> oops i trampled on this i didn't realize what i was doing or hey i did realize what i was doing do i get a <laughs> you know are we okay <laughs> mm-hmm. and i think that it, pretty universally we all want to find ourselves in those situations and i get it when we're in the middle of those things it's much harder than that it's much it's much more difficult. It's much more gut wrenching. However, if we don't at least have the, if we don't normalize the conversations to be able to have around that stuff, boy, I think we leave so much on the table for each other and for mm. ourselves. And then, and then, of course, we mess things up. Of course, you know. So,
1: what one thing I like about that too is again. This idea of how we view things. Our minds are a mixed blessing. Well, that's because we're not using it perhaps the way it it should be. You know what I mean? When Mm -hmm. we're not doing things, it all comes down to intent. You just get that gut feeling when you know your intentions are impure. There's a book by the the, uh, brain and a primatologist and brain doctor, uh, Robert Spolanski. okay uh and it's called anyways zebras don't get don't get ulcers they don't have stomach ulcers that's the name of the book meaning that because we overthink Mm. and we stress ourselves out we have all these diseases that are associated to that Mm -hmm. do zebras get cancer i mean i don't know but my well that's the other thing is that how are we utilizing the gifts that we have Yep. Right. And again, what can we relinquish? What are we holding on to so tightly? Is that ours to control? And when we let go of things and let God, as they say, let go and let God, you know, beautiful things happen. Totally.
0: Right. Well, uh, we're at the end of our time, but okay. (laughs) Uh, I'll, I'm going to answer that question and wrap it all together. I use coffee with humans to have meaningful conversations Mm -hmm. with strangers who become friends. And I think that when two people or more get together, it's a sacred opportunity it to is. figure out what we want to name, what we want to create, and what we ought to destroy. And we have to do it together. And that's, that's my hope for Coffee with Humans. And I think I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that this conversation has proven once again that if mm-hmm. we set that intention, great things can happen. So thanks to our viewers and our listeners for joining us. This has been Coffee with Humans.
1: Thank you very much. One of the things I love about
0: Coffee with Humans are the raw conversations I get to have meeting new people just like you. If you or someone you know should be on Coffee with Humans, go to coffeewithhumans.com. Remember, the only rule is no sales calls. This has been Coffee with Humans. Subscribe to get updates or click to have coffee with me, coffeewithhumans.com.